growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, hello, my friends. I am so excited to be with you. So welcome, beautiful. Today, we are getting into an exciting topic, popular and most, I should say, not forget popular, most successful beauty professionals doing differently than you that makes their business super busy with clients. That's what we are talking about today. We are really getting into this topic because I hear so many beauty professionals and they say, I see others and they're busy and they're busy with clients and I'm doing all the things, right? You feel like you're doing all of the things. Who knew that when we got into business that we would be doing so many things, right? We got into business so that we could make our own rules and have our own freedom, but who knew that we would actually sometimes be not having the freedom that we desired because we're doing all the things, right? And you look at these others and you're like, what are they doing? Right. And that's the question I get so often from beauty professionals that are wanting to grow their business and really expand, not only to expand for obviously you have to have a successful business, but also to make a bigger impact. Okay. Cause there's a reason that we got into this business versus another business. That is what we're talking about. What exactly are the most successful beauty professionals doing differently than you that's making their business super busy for clients? And you know what I'm going to say? The answer is marketing. Marketing is a discipline that determines your business growth, right? At the beginning of the year, I know a lot of us were thinking, new year, new decade, 2020, this is going to be my year. Yes or yes, right? If you're like me, you had goals and a fabulous plan to get you there. And well, there's no denying it that 2020 has been unusual and nothing has gone the way any of us could have predicted it, right? For some, it's gone better. For others, way worse. But I think what we definitely know is nothing has gone as we predicted it, right? So now we are halfway We're at the halfway point. It's crazy pants that it is July, okay? And my question to you is, are you hitting those goals that you set, right? Because if not, I'm here to tell you it's not too late. So it's don't just write off 2020 and be like, oh, like I just can't handle this year. I'm going to go to sleep until next year, right? Like it's not too late to hit some of those goals. And yes, completely sideswipe. It's one of those things that we can as business owners say that we know we got into business not for the routine, but nobody expected this, right? We stepped up to the plate as beauty business owners and said, we want to be in control of our destiny and make the decisions, but nobody thought that this would happen, right? Nobody could have predicted this. 
So if you're wondering, again, what those successful people are doing, we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about no matter what's going on in the world right now, which who knows what else is going to come, the right marketing is always the answer to business success. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something. And, and if you're multitasking, just take a moment and hear me right here because no matter what business you think you're in, like you're like, I do eyebrows, I do facials, I do whatever insert beauty service you do, scalp, whatever, scalp pigmentation, whatever you think that you do as your business, you actually are in the business of marketing and sales. Always, always. Because if you don't sell your services, you just have an expensive hobby, okay? So it's one of those things that everybody always focuses on the skills, which it's great to have skills. But if you do not know how to attract an audience, if you do not know how to get clients in the door, then you are not going to be able to sustain it, obviously. And here's the thing. If you don't have those sales, you can't serve the people, right? If you're not doing the service of the marketing, you cannot solve their problem. So that's what we're talking about today. So the more effective you get at marketing, the more your business will grow. Okay. And the faster your business will grow. So this is not a skill to neglect. And I think you know that because you're here. Now, I, you might be saying, okay, April, you mean I need to do more Facebook posts or I need to use Instagram better? No. I'm not talking about tactics. You can learn all of the different tactics. I mean, you can spend hours and hours on YouTube and watch videos and so forth. I'm talking about the principles of influence. Okay. And let me just tell you, this is a skill that you should know in your life for so many reasons, right? I'm learning this with my kids. So we're talking about the principles of influence and communication. Okay. You can use these principles on any platform. You can use it on your website. You can use it on social media. You can use it at an event when you're talking to people in person. You can use it anywhere, right? But you have to know these principles talking about fundamental business foundations that are based on human behavior. So they're not changing. It's not a tactic that's going to, you know, change from the algorithm like, oh, now you can only use so many hashtags and now there's a shadow ban and you can't use the same type of hashtags. It's good to know some of those things, right? Those are the tactics. But if you do not know what motivates your prospective client to buy your beauty services, you're going to run into some real problems. And this is where I see, this is the disconnect that I see. Here's the thing. I think the biggest problem with the beauty industry is that new beauty service providers have been led to believe that this is kind of one of those hit in the guts when they realize it's not true, that trying to get clients is simple. Do not underestimate the task of getting a new customer. Okay. It's one of those things, and I think so more so with the beauty industry, it's like people say it's glamorous and get rich quick, do, following your passion and doing what you love. No, 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 no. Do not underestimate the task of getting a prospective client, that awareness, 
and to become a client and actually buy. Okay. This is the task at hand. And just because you have a website, just because you put a post up on social media, just because you show some pretty before and after pictures, it does not mean people will come in. And I think that is the mistake that comes because so many of us have and so many of you have been led to believe that it's true and that people completely underestimate the task at hand. And this is where they really neglect the marketing. They just keep thinking, okay, I just need to post more pictures. I just need to find the right hashtags. I just need to, you know, again, do all of those things that we were talking about is not the foundation right? That is the tactic, not the strategy. And they think that, you know, there's some magic in simply doing or offering a free consultation or running an ad, or there's some magic in just offering a discount. And then all of a sudden, you know, tons of people, swarms of people are going to be coming in. And you have to have something that captivates your prospective clients, right? You have to have something that's valuable to them and something that's special and unique from your competition, okay? Something that is different. You have to be different today, okay? It's not enough to just say, I'm better. You have to show that you are the clear chosen person, the clear path, right? The only path to get them their solution. You have to show that that is your job. That is the task. That is really what you are in business for. And then you can solve their problem with the beauty service. And unfortunately, this is the heartache that most beauty professional, most beauty service providers face when trying to grow a business, right? First, it's just getting the client. Later, it's the systems to actually manage their time and do things more effectively. We teach both, but first, it's just getting the client. And they end up trying all the tactics, which I just mentioned. And they do that instead of applying the fundamentals of marketing. And so then they say, well, I tried that and nobody engages with my post. Or I did that and I got a few new followers, but it really, I really didn't see much growth. Okay. Like this is where I say they're doing all the things with little results. And then they get disappointed in the whole system, but really they have not completed the foundation. Imagine if you were building a house, if you didn't put down the foundation and the framework, right? You know, you can't put windows in and start decorating when you don't have a frame, right? When you don't have that foundation. Here's the thing. If you don't stand out, if you're just blending in, you are not going to get the client, right? Vanilla is no good in today's market because we're distracted more than ever. So you need to really know what they want right? This is the other problem that I think not only do most people try to do the tactics without applying the fundamentals of marketing, but they give very little thought. Hear me on this. Okay. I'm getting really serious today. I know it's not the lighthearted video that I usually do, but I'm serious on this. They give very little thought to what their prospective client is thinking about, what their prospective client believes Okay. What their prospective client fears and maybe what else they've heard, what they've heard from the competition. They are not in their client's head. They are trying to appeal to the client from their point of view. And worse yet, they're doing what they see others doing and they think that that is the path. So please do not make the mistake. Do not make the mistake of first underestimating the task of getting new clients, right? 
And then you can nurture them and serve them on the back end of your business and have consistent clients and have a secure, sustainable revenue. But first, you need to think about what the client thinks about, think about what they desire, what they fear, what else they've heard in the market. What are other people saying? What are your competitors saying? What are, you know, the media, what's the media saying, right? What are the magazines saying about microblading or permanent makeup or scalp pigmentation? What do they already believe, right? And don't just think about it from your point of view. You have to also think about what they want, right? We are in the business of service. So we have to think about that. And don't just copy what you see someone else doing from the outside, because you don't know from the inside what's really going on. Okay. So this is exactly the task at hand when it comes to marketing your business. And I just want to give you a few little things to think about for your marketing message. So your compelling marketing message should, number one, captivate, right? You have to get their attention. If we don't get their attention, it is going to be challenging to tell them the rest of the story, right? And how we can, you know, actually tell them about the services that we offer. So we have to captivate the audience. So that is number one. We're going to do all C's here because I, I love to do fun things like that. So the first one is captivate the audience. It's talking about don't estimate the task at hand at captivating your audience. All right. Number two is communicate the benefits. Okay. What it does for them, right? So you need to be talking about the benefits all the time, right? If you feel like you are talking about the benefits too much, then you are right on track, okay? If you're like, hmm, I talk about it every now and then, you're not on track, okay? It should feel like, man, I, all I do is talk about the benefits, right? That is good marketing. There's a second part to it, but it starts with that, okay? So... You need to communicate the benefits. All right. So we have captivate the audience. We have communicate the benefits. Number three, this is for your compelling marketing message. You must have clarity. Okay. There's an expression that I like to say to my students all the time. If you confuse, you lose, right? Sometimes people like to come up with clever names for their marketing, which is good. You know, like catchy names are fun for a promotion and things like that. But if they go to your website and they're looking at your services and your descriptions and even just the homepage, and it is not clear on how you serve them and how you solve their problems, if there is no clarity, they are going to click away right? If they have to think about it, if they have to burn calories, right, in their brain to kind of try to figure it out, they're going to say, oh, I'll come back to this later. And they're going to click away. So you have to have clarity of, here's the key, superior value. So that is the third C, clarity of the superior value. So this is, again, this is one of those things that I think when you're thinking about your marketing message, the benefits communicate some of the value. But when I say clarity of superior value, I'm saying, again, remember that a confused mind never buys, right? If people don't know what they want, if they can't figure it out, they just say, I'll think about this later. I'll decide later. Confused mind never buys. So if your audience is confused, 
if they don't know what you are selling, if they do not see the value and if they do not see why they should come to you, the superior value, that's really key there, superior value, right? Then that's on you. Okay, that's messaging. That is the task at hand. That is the job. Okay. So a compelling marketing message should captivate and arouse desire, right? Communicate the benefits of what it does for them. Clarity of a superior value. Number four. Number four, it creates rapport and connection. Okay. I think a lot of you are good at doing that when you see people in person, right? You are good at you know, talking to people and creating that rapport and that connection. But sometimes when it comes to social media, we get very salesy, right? We're just like special, buy my services, look at my client. We're not really building that connection. We're really not talking about things that we have in common. Last week we talked about, you have to have your personality. Remember when we talked about the P's, your purpose, your position, your personality, we don't put that human touch in there. So we need to create that rapport and we need to create that connection with the client. So that is the C. So, all right, that's number four, create rapport and connection. And really that should be, empathy is so important. Like the client needs to know that you understand where they're coming from, right? And that whether you've been there or not, you just understand because of working with other clients, right? You don't necessarily have to walk in their shoes, but you understand their concerns and their struggles and their fears, right? That's just a human emotion. And sometimes we forget to do that with our marketing, that we need to create that rapport and that connection. Number five, this one's a big one. You ready for number five? Compelling marketing message should also have credibility. By credibility, I mean authority. Now, here's the thing that a lot of us have been taught, like, oh, it's not nice to boast, right? It's not nice to brag. And so we don't want to seem like the one that's like, you know, talking like, like I said, just said at the party all about ourselves, but you still have to find a way in a subtle way to position yourself with authority. I'm really talking about a key component to buying and making decisions is authority. Because when someone is an authority, it takes away that accountability for decision-making, right? Because we all, as humans, we procrastinate on decision-making because again, it's going to burn calories. It takes energy. We're tired. We just want somebody else sometimes to make the decision for us. So when the authority is already there, when your marketing message has established that credibility, it's a no-brainer, right? They're like, okay, this is the clear choice because I can see that they are the authority. I can see that this person is credible. And, and that's really what's important for your marketing message. And there are ways of doing that, right? Without, you know, listing all of your certificates and certification, there are other ways of showing yourself as the authority. And we've talked about them. Yes. Credibility is the authority. Cheryl Ann. Yes. Understand that struggle. So Here's the thing. Are you doing, we talk about this all the time. I know I'm like a broken record, but repetition is important for you guys to really understand this. Are you doing the client testimonials and the case studies that will also help establish you as an authority? Are you showing up and informing them and answering questions on the topic, right? When you do a video that positions you as the authority, right? You're Prospective client will not buy from you if they do not believe that you are the go-to choice. Okay. So if you are not perceived as the authority, 
right? With the experience that will get them the result, they will not come to you. Okay. And I think you know that deep down, but it's one of those things like, oh, right. I need to be perceived as the authority. And sometimes we shy away like, oh, I'm not the expert. I'm not saying that you have to be the expert. Really, there's no one that's truly a master or expert at anything. I mean, you're always learning, right? The minute you think that you are the expert or master, then you probably have failed because we're always still learning. There's always so more to learn. But an authority is different from that, right? And as I said, there's a real thing in decision fatigue and, you know, the client trying to figure out where they should go or who they should go to. So when you are the authority, it's going to make that decision process easier. Okay. So your compelling marketing message, it must communicate the benefit. It must be, this is one of my favorites, clarity of superior value. I think a lot of beauty professionals miss that and they don't really know how to position themselves in that way. That's one of the main things that we work on in the Elevate program. Creates connection and rapport. Creates credibility. Credibility is number five. That's the other thing that we work on helping you become the authority in your space. And the other way to become the authority is to, and you hear me say this a lot, leverage the other people's authority right? So leverage the trust and the relationship and the audience of other respected individuals in your community. So we call that authority referral partner. So when you're working with them, you actually have that association of trust, right? Or transfer of trust, I should call it transfer of trust, because you are seen as an authority by association with this other authority. And number six, here's another one that I find a lot of beauty professionals and a lot of my students get stuck on. Or when I say they get stuck, they don't do it enough. Okay. This is what we really infuse in the marketing foundation. It helps them go the distance and really start having a 30% increase in their business, doubling their business, having the business that they want is number six is it crushes objections. So we're doing all C's here. Captivates, communicates, clarity, creates connection, credibility, and it crushes objections. Okay. Crushes objections, right? Because everyone has the fear of loss, right? Nobody wants to make a bad decision, right? And they worry that it won't work for them, right? They worry that there's too much risk. So when you crush objections, you have to remove those risks, right? I'm digging it. Yes, Cheryl Ann. <laughs> All right. So you have to crush those objections. Remember what I said just five minutes ago, right? You need to think about what they fear, what they've heard, what their point of view is. All of those things are the objections, right? If you do not get over those hurdles in your marketing, right? The job of marketing is to make sales almost a no-brainer, right? The job of your marketing is to crush those objections. So that when they come in, they're ready. If you have a bunch of people that are calling you and like, well, I'm not sure. And you're getting all of this hesitation, then your messaging and your marketing is not up to par. Okay. And people will always have their own doubts and fears because sometimes it's not about you. Sometimes there are three things. Sometimes it's about, is this the answer to my problem? Like, is the service, the solution that you're offering, is this the answer? Like, will this solve my problem? Maybe let's just say for you're offering eyebrow service, maybe they think, oh, maybe I just need to get that wonder brow stick. Maybe that will solve my problem. Maybe I just need to do tinting. Maybe that will solve my problem or permanent makeup, 
that was five minute appointments. The first thing they're saying is, will this be the solution? Okay. That's one of their objections. The second thing is, is this person, meaning you, the right person to give me the solution? Okay. So first is, will the solution be it? The next thing is, is this person the person that can solve my problem? And then the third thing, and this is the story that's happening in their mind is, can I do it? Right? Because sometimes we have our own doubts and fears and risks and things like that, right? So they have their own story that's happening. Uh, we need to address all of those things, right? The job of your marketing is to crush those objections. All right. So we're talking about the seven C's. I just went with C's. I love an alliteration or a way that you can remember it of a compelling marketing message. We have Captivate, which is going to arouse the desire. We have Communicate the Benefits, what it does for them. We have Clarity of a Superior Offer. We have Create Connection and Rapport with your audience. We have Credibility. You must position yourself as the authority. And there are many ways of doing that, but that is key. You must crush objections. And number seven is Call to Action. And I also have a number eight bonus I'm going to give you. But first of all, you have to have a call to action, meaning that you have to give them a reason to buy now. Whether there's an urgency with a special or a promotion that might be going away. If you are talking about maybe you have a summer promotion, it doesn't even have to be a discount. It's just a reason. Like, you know, get it now so that you don't have to worry about going out in the warm weather or get this procedure now because if we're talking about brows, everybody's wearing a mask and the only thing they're seeing is your eyes. So your brows need to look better now. It's more important that your brows look better, more important now more than ever, <laughs> right? Because nobody's seeing the bottom half of your face. So you need to make the top half really shine, okay? So this number seven was call to action. You have to give them a reason to buy now. Okay. You have to give them a reason to take action. And then the bonus of that, the other C is this could be part of your call to action is a consequence of inaction. Okay. So the consequence of inaction. Okay. This is a big one. I think this is the thing we all fear like, okay, well, what happens if I do this? Right. They, everybody thinks about, oh, well, they think of all the bad things that could happen. Right. But what is the consequence of inaction, right? Of staying stuck, of, you know, constantly dealing with this problem. They're coming to you because they have a problem. You have the solution, right? So what is the consequence of that inaction? And your marketing message should really speak to that, okay? And we have to really talk to that point because a lot of times people will stay stuck, right? Because they'll stay stuck in this. We say it, it's a, I'm fine coma. Like, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> right. And I tell a story of there's a dog that's sitting on a patio and he's moaning and the man walks by and he says, the neighbor walks by and he says, excuse me, sir, why is that dog? And he says, oh, well, that dog right there, I'm going to do my Texas accent. You guys know I'm from Texas. So, all right, that dog right there, well, he's sitting on a nail. And the guy says, what? He's sitting on a nail. Oh my gosh, that's got to hurt. Why doesn't he move? And he's like, well, he thinks it'll cause him too much pain to move. So he just sits on that nail. Okay. So that might've been a terrible Texas accent. I've been in New York for 17 years. So in California now, 
So maybe I need to brush up on my Texas accent, but you get the point of the story, right? People think they associate more pain with taking action, more pain with change, right? So you have to really talk about the consequence of inaction, of not getting their problem solved, right? And here I have another fun quote for you guys. I heard this quote and hopefully I'll get it right. And it was, what's a quote that a life unexamined is not worth living. Was that Socrates that said that? Then somebody changed it around and said, an unlived life is not worth examining, right? An unlived life is not worth examining. And so that's really key that sometimes, again, they're just stuck in that I'm fine coma and they're not really living their life. Okay, so we need to point out, you know, the call to action that points out the urgency of why they should take action and the consequence of not taking action. Those are the seven C's with a little bit of a bonus of a compelling marketing message. Now, of course, that's just the overview. There's really the deep dive of, you know, learning is always good and this is fun, but really to do the work and get in and really figure these things out and write it down and actually create a plan to move forward is what is key right? We can talk about the different ways that you can get authority, like speaking in public or getting press or connecting with other rural partners. We can talk about the ways, but doing the work is the key, right? So doing the work is the hard part. Like that's the part nobody wants to do. That's the non-glamorous life, right? That's not the part. That's not the glossy part we see on Instagram, right? (laughs) Of being a beauty boss, Hashtag beauty boss. No, that's not what we see on Instagram. But this is the real work that has to happen so that you can put those glossy pictures on Instagram, right? So we have a masterclass. It's a free live masterclass. You can ask me lots of questions and we'll do it interactive at the end of the masterclass. And the masterclass is called Double Your Beauty Business in any economy because these are not just shiny tactics. These are marketing foundations to build your beauty business. So it's a free marketing class and you're going to learn a repeatable, reliable system to generate new clients with ease. And it removes that frustration and that overwhelm of doing all the tactics. Okay. So it's a simple system that I'm going to teach you. It does not involve spending money on ads. We talked about that that is, you know, one of the parts um, to this. So here's a sneak peek at what we'll be talking about on this free live masterclass. Later on, if you check back on my Facebook page, we're going to be putting the link up for the live masterclass. There'll be two different dates. Hopefully you can look at those dates and it works for your calendar to attend one of them. But we're going to be talking about the number one reason that most beauty marketing efforts fail. We're going to talk about how to stand out from your competition. And so you stop attracting those bargain price shoppers. We're going to talk about how to increase your brand awareness to attract more clients with less stress, how to leverage your time for five times the effectiveness okay, without spending money on ads and how to grow a sustainable business of loyal repeat buyers. Okay. That is really the key. And I'll be going over my Amplify method with you. So again, if you want to take your business a step further, if you're serious to, if you're ready to get serious about building these foundations for your beauty business, 
these marketing foundations for consistent client flow. Um, you don't want to miss the live masterclass. And so we'll have that free masterclass link uh, later on. I was actually going to charge a little fee because I wanted to see who was really serious about building their business. I was going to charge $37, but I just decided to do it for free this time. And this time we'll, we'll do it for a fee, but going to be awesome. And again, we'll do Q&A at the end so you can ask me questions and get some real-time feedback for that. Yes, the masterclass is called Double Your Beauty Business in Any Economy. It's going to be a free live masterclass. So come back to the business page and find more information on that. Bye guys. So good to see you. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.